Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Okay, so look, someone asked me a question today. They were asking me about conversion therapy. What do I think about it? And, you know, that they think it's harmful, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, let me just check out a couple of articles uh, pertaining to the ministry that she was talking about and um, an article relating to it. And so what I'm looking at, it just seems as though, it seems as though one, a ministry that is based off of trying to push someone into not having same sex attraction anymore. Like if someone does not want that change, then that's not cool, right? Like you can't, you can't throw your kid at me and say, oh my gosh, uh, I found out that they're gay or they're in a relationship with another male or whatever, fix them, right? Like I've, I've had that happen before where it's like, you know, when people know you as the girl that God delivered from homosexuality, people are quick to like push their kids at you and be like, fix it, you know? And that's horrible. You know, um, I enjoy, the only thing I enjoy about that is the fact that I can educate the parent and I can love on the child, if that makes sense. So the parent usually nine times out of 10 comes, comes in hot, right? Like angry, frustrated, disgusted. Um, they, you know, curse the kid out, you know, on the way to church to come and see me. The kid is, uh, guarded, um, has their wall up and they are not trying to talk to me at all. Okay. So this is a situation that I found myself in with, uh, adolescence. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, I usually, you know, separate the two. And I, I always talk to the parent and I'm like, okay, well, how did you react when you found this out? Nine, like nine times out of 10 people react the same. And it's, it's the same way it was with me. You know, um, I think when I first kind of admitted my same sex attraction and that I had a girlfriend and all that stuff, my parents were pissed, right? Like they were up said, I got cursed out. I got the ugly, nasty looks. The, how could you do that? That's disgusting. All of that stuff. And it's hurtful, right? It's hurtful. Um, and it's, it wasn't something that I wanted. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I enjoyed it. Yes, it was comfortable to me, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, God, I'm cool with being gay because I grew up Christian, do you know? And so I knew that it was wrong. So it was always a battle. And to not feel as though that I could overcome this thing, you know, I, I embraced it and I felt rejected by the people who love me the most. So when I'm dealing with other people who are in this situation, you know, I always, you know, talk to the parent and I'm like, look, this isn't how you deal with it, right? This is not how you respond when your kid is opening up to you, telling you their thoughts and their feelings and, um, their struggles, right? Um, coming at it with a heart so unlike God, so unlike Christ, you know, I mean, I can't recall anywhere in the Bible or anywhere in my life when God was just like, you are so disgusting. How could you do that? No, God was always loving, but he was firm. He was clear, but he gave grace, you know? And so 
although I felt the weight of my wrongdoings or sins, whatever God was trying to address in my life, he always wrapped it up in love and he comforted, uh, he comforted me and he showed me grace and he showed me mercy, you know, and that's the way parents need to come at their kids. Um, you know, and so I guess if there are ministries or were ministries out there where, where people were just coming in hot and they were like, well, by the way, this is what the Bible says. It's sin point blank period. Um, you're going to hell if you walk in this. Um, so do you want to change? Do you want to change? Okay, let's go. Let's, let's do this because it's sin, right? That's not the way it works. You know, people have to have a genuine desire, a genuine want to. Anything pertaining to God, you have to have a want to. Because, I mean, if you don't have a desire to change, if you don't have a true, true, genuine repentance for that thing, then a lot of times we come back around later just doing it over and over and over again. Do you know what I'm saying? Because our heart isn't in the right place. Our heart isn't at a place where we are ready to uh, walk into a new thing, uh, ready to walk into that newness that God has for us because it, 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 takes, it takes some work on our part in the sense of, you know, putting on the full armor of God, learning how to combat the enemy, learning how to recognize the schemes and plans of the enemy and, 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 and counterattacking those things, right? Like when we say we want the victory, we, sorry, if we, if we say we want the victory, we have to be able to walk to the battle. We can't get the victory without the battle. We, we can't. And so going through any battle, it's not fun. It's not easy. But with God, with angels on our side, we can get through this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's going to be victory at the end as long as we're with our troops. That's the, that's, that's the God that we serve. That's walking with the Holy Spirit. That's doing things that he's asking us to do. But we have to have that want to. We have to have that true, genuine repentance. And that's where a lot of um, uh, my desire to just say, you know what, screw it. I'm not even going to be Christian anymore, you know, because I didn't have a genuine want to. I knew in my mind that things that I was doing was wrong, but I enjoyed it. Um, sometimes it's a love hate. I love to do it, but I hate that I love to do it, you know? And, and I don't have that genuine, I didn't have that genuine want to. So I always stayed stuck. Do you know what I'm saying? But then when you begin to taste the freedom of God, then that thing begins to shift and you begin to submit those desires. You submit those, 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 those sins, those things that you struggle with, because you're just like, you know what? I'm going to give this thing to God. I'm going to walk it out with God. I'm going to do this because I've seen that change in my life already with these other things, you know? And so I want that. I genuinely repent because I want the, the freedom that God has for me, right? So we submit them. And so when we're talking about a type of, I guess, conversion therapy where it's forced, that's not cool. God does not force anyone to be Christian. God does not force anyone to follow him. 
that's 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 not a thing um it's not it's it's temporary that's what it is you know and even in my ministry where I walk with people um who who come to me and say you know what I'm submitting my life to God I'm submitting this sin to God because I have that want to right like when I walk with people like that I I I I love it because um I show them the grace and mercy and love of God, even though they're like, yo, Jessica, I screwed up yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jessica, you know, I had these thoughts. I'm like, okay. You know, and I, I love them through it. I don't, uh, condemn them. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, uh, stick my nose up and say, oh, well, this is where I am. So you should be here too. That's garbage. All of our walks are totally different. Um, and yo, you don't even know my walk. (laughs) You don't even know my walk. You know what you see, you know, but you don't know, um, where I am and the struggles that I face. You know what I'm saying? But as I continue to hold on to God's hand, I'm also really aware of the fact that God gives me grace. I'm aware of the fact that I still struggle in different areas of my life. And so I'm able to, see and then return that same grace that God gives to me, that same love and forgiveness that God gives to me. I'm able to give it to that next person. I'm able to not condemn them. I I always tell people, yo, this ministry is a judge-free zone, straight up. Like that's what it is. Um, because I'm not here to judge you, you know? Um, have I had people say, you know what? I can't do this. Yes, I have. And I say, okay, I, I love you and I'm here for you. And if you ever, you know, say, okay, I want to walk back and into the thing that God was calling me into, um, I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, are there people that come back? Yes, there's people that come back. And I'm like, yo, welcome. What's going on? You know, and they, they feel that shame, the fact that they walked away, you know, and I'm like, don't feel shame at all. No, this is not a place for that, you know, and I think something that people are surprised about with me is the fact that I love them in spite of. For some reason, people are blown away by that and I don't get it. Like it's, it is unfortunate. It is sad that people are shocked by the love and the grace that I have for them. It's unfortunate because we all as Christians should be living that thing out. All of us as Christians should should be just flowing with grace, flowing with forgiveness, flowing with love and not judging at all. Like I can't think of one person who in my life I'm judging them and I'm just like, you know, God, I can't believe like, no, that that's not in me. Was it in me before? Oh yeah, sure enough. Sure enough. Jessica wasn't perfect. You know what I'm saying? But the more I walk with God, the more I shed that old nature and I begin to walk in the newness that he has for me. So something else that I kind of came across when it comes down to this whole conversion therapy and ministries, I've seen, you know, well, some of the articles, it's like, oh, well, you know, um, this girl got caught with another girl or this guy got caught, you know, doing this secretly with, with another guy, like in the ministry or out of the ministry, whatever. <sighs> My thoughts on that is, I mean, the enemy can creep in at any given point. Does that mean that God can't do it? No. 
the fact that people screw up, the fact that you, you screw up, the fact that you said you weren't going to do that thing, but then you did it anyway, does that mean that, that God is a liar, that God cannot change that thing? No, that was your weakness. That was your weakness in saying, man, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. That doesn't mean God's a liar. It means that you're weak. So I think that, you know, we can't look at God and say, well, you can't do this thing because those people in that ministry, those people in those ministry, you know, they got caught up X, Y, and Z. That doesn't mean that God's a liar, you know? And so even in those situations, people can be in ministry and if they are not careful, you can get on autopilot. You really can. You can just get in the groove of things and just keep doing the things that you do. I could keep doing podcasts. I can keep writing articles for magazines. I could keep doing those things because it's what I do and I've gotten in a, in a habit of it, right? I could stop spending time with God and write out of my flesh, speak out of my flesh and still do this same thing. It's not going to have the anointing of God the way God wants me to, not at all. It's not going to have that. You know, there's some videos, you know, where it's just like, man, I had no clue what I was going to talk about. So I just started talking, you know, was it okay? Yeah, I was probably fine. You know, but there's other videos that are anointed, you know, and God just is speaking through them. And that's the majority of my videos, you know, I'm just saying stuff and I'm like, yo, that is fire. I need to remember that. That's a quote. Need to tell Kelsey. And so, so yeah, like people can get on autopilot. And when we do that, we're kind of letting off that gas of, following God, reading the Bible, doing all that stuff. We're letting off the gas and we're just kind of chilling. And what happens is the enemy's like, all right, I'm about to swoop right in. He swoops in with thoughts. He swoops in with, hey, look at that person. Hey, think about this. Hey, don't you miss that? And if we aren't careful, if we don't take those things captive into the obedience of Christ Jesus, then we might find ourselves caught up in the same way they were. So it's about staying close and connected with God, not getting on autopilot. And at the same time, uh, people, this is something that God uh, said to me before I started like this ministry. He said, I am going to send people to you that are ready. That's what he said. I do not go searching for anybody. I do not. People contact me and these people are ready. God's like, all right, I'm starting to build their foundation. Here you go, Jessica. And I kind of uh, compound on that foundation, right? And then a lot of times they, they, they keep moving forward. They move on um, to, to a new helper. They move on in their season with God. They move to the next season. And that's awesome. That's awesome. And so when it comes down to just conversion therapy, all that stuff, I don't know. Like we should never force anyone to do or be someone that they don't want to be. Walking that out and trying to... It took me years to submit to God because I wanted to live life my way and I wanted to create a theology around it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it took a while, but when I was ready, I was ready. 
when I was ready, it was real. And that was awesome. All right, I'm cutting this short. Why? Because I have French bread pizza in the oven. I'm addicted to those Stouffer's French bread pizzas. So I'm going to go get that. I love you guys. If you want to donate, please do. Uh, there's a little thing somewhere here. Click on that, donate. You can go to Love at the Cross, click on donate. Um, that helps me to be able to minister one-on-one -on -one with people. I love what I do. It is a blessing. Um, and also go to YouTube and subscribe if you find this stuff edifying. Uh, and also share it. And please, on the podcast, give me a five-star review, dude. Give me a five-star review. Do it now. Even if you just watch me on YouTube, get on the podcast. Google my name, Jessica Newsom. Click on my podcast, The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, and give me five stars. I love you guys. I'm hungry. Bye.